Welcome to episode 3 of Your Voice of Wrestling, taking a look at NXT TakeOver, Unstoppable. Got your rules and your religion, all designed to keep you safe. But when rules start getting broken, you start questioning your faith. I have a voice that is my savior, hates to love and loves to hate. That has the knowledge and the power to rule your fate. My god, folks, that was a hell of a show. Um, wow. NXT put on probably the best show I've seen in a long time. This card delivered from top to bottom. Let's take a look at this. Uh, what do we start with? We started with Finn Balor facing off against Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze came out first with a really cool entrance. He had, I believe, four models dressed in his ring attire, sort of walking the runway, various colors, all with their own cell phones. Really cool entrance. We get Finn Balor's entrance after that. Balor, brand new uh, body paint job. A new costume, it's still the demon. This time he's added wings as well as spines down his back. The wings are very much, uh, think Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in like the late 80s, early 90s when he came to the WWE and had the wings under his arms. Sort of like that, but they managed to make it look badass. This match was amazing. Um, both these guys went all out. Um, I didn't know where this was going. I really thought Tyler Breeze had this. There's multiple points where I was just convinced. Uh, one point, Balor charges him in the corner, going for the, like double the uh, missile drop kick. Uh, Breeze hits the super kick instead, rolls him up. No, Balor kicks out. Uh, at the end, Balor hits this crazy dive off the rigging they had above the entrance ramp before getting Breeze back in the ring and getting the pinfall on that amazing match. Finn Balor is your new number one contender. Tyler Breeze still comes out looking like gold. Amazing match. Uh, after that, we had Charlotte and Bailey who faced off against uh, Emma and Dana Brooks. This is the whole, hey, Emma's picking on Bailey, stealing her stuff, uh, I guess giving her a general hard time. Dana Brooks is backing her up. Charlotte comes in to sort of counter Dana Brooks. So we get this match. Not a huge buildup for this, but still, we had a good story going in. This was a really enjoyable match. I like, uh, we had two stories that were playing out in tandem. You have the Bailey versus Emma feud over Emma trying to protect Bailey from being too nice, as well as the whole Charlotte versus Dana Brooks, with Dana Brooks thinking she should be the one on the commercials, she should be on the, t uh, the tap out model. So you had sort of the power versus power there as well. This was a great back and forth match. Uh, the ending was amazing. You had uh, Charlotte locks on the figure four, arches it into the figure eight. Uh, Emma comes into the ring to try to break it up, but Bailey does this crazy like run, slide under the arch of Charlotte between Emma's legs and hits the uh, like a back suplex on her. And Charlotte and Bailey get the win. It was. It was a good match. I really enjoyed this match. It wasn't quite given as much time as some of the other matches, but well done, well done. 
Uh, after that, we have Baron Corbin taking on Rhino. This is Rhino coming back to NXT saying, hey, this is the place to be. I'm here to make my mark. And Baron Corbin basically being the villain in this role. Trying to stand up to him. I still really think that a heel Rhino and a face Corbin would have worked much better in this whole situation because Corbin's been sort of neutral up until now. This is the first real personality he's had ever, other than show up, kick ass, and leave. But this is a good match. Uh, they went all out in this. Uh, Corbin was ahead for a bit. Rhino's ahead for a bit. It looked like Rhino had it wrapped up. And in the end, Corbin basically counters the gore into a clothesline and hits the end of days out of nowhere, and he gets your win with the one, two, three. Good, solid match. It's a, it was a brawl, which is not the technical masterpiece you see in some other NXT matches, but still, this is a good match here. It sort of broke up the pacing of the rest of the show really well. Uh, after this, we have our NXT tag title match with uh, Enzo and Big Cass come out with Carmella, do their normal stick, the crowd is eating it up. Blake and Murphy come out. I think Blake and Murphy's music's different now. It doesn't quite have the techno-ish thing at the beginning. I feel a little bit less like they have a seizure while watching their entrance video and hearing their music play. Uh, this is sort of your normal match for Enzo and Big Cass. It's Enzo going out there getting in a good bit of offense, but then getting in over his head. Big Cass comes in for the rescue. Lather, rinse, and repeat. Uh, it was a fun, enjoyable match. Uh, Blake and Murphy, in the end, are... They're basically on the ropes. Enzo and Cass have them where they want them. Suddenly, Alexa Bliss shows up, attacks Carmella. So, suddenly, that causes a distraction. Cass sort of goes over to check on her. Enzo's up on the top rope. And she pushes Enzo off the top rope, and Blake and Murphy get the win and retain the tag titles. So I'm guessing we're going to see some sort of alignment here with Alexa Bliss, Blake and Murphy. I don't know what that's going to look like, since they're not really aligned characters, and they have very different character types. But we'll see. I'm guessing we'll see... if. I, I think we have a six-person intergender match in our near future with Blake Murphy and Bliss versus Enzo, Cass, and Carmella. That'll be cool. Uh, after that, we have the NXT women's title match. First out is Becky Lynch, brand new ring attire, orange hair, totally steampunked out with goggles, the long coat. Looks amazing. I loved the entrance. She basically sort of came out, this whole billowing clouds of smoke. It was really cool. Uh, Sasha Banks comes out after that. These two ladies tore the house down. This was an amazing match. Like, I could not put the right words together to describe how awesome this match was. It was amazing on a technical level, on a storytelling level. They were, Both of them wound up working the arm. Becky Lynch for her arm breaker and Sasha Banks for her bank statement. You have, you have not seen this match, you have to see this. Uh, stop what you are doing right now, pause listening to this, go to the WWE Network. If you don't have it, it's $9.99, and this match alone is worth it for this, for this month. Uh, in the end, Sasha Banks 
does get the win on Becky Lynch with the bank statement. Hard-fought match from both ladies. Match of the night, hands down. Hands down, and considering the show, the clinic that Finn Balor and Tyler Breeze put on earlier that night, this is saying a lot. Sasha Banks leaves with the title over her shoulder. Becky Lynch is left standing in the ring. She gets the normal round of applause. Hey, this is awesome. We've seen this a few times from the ladies at this point. They put on a hell of a match. The winner leaves, and the loser still gets recognized by the crowd. The crowd starts singing an impromptu acapella version of Becky Lynch's theme song. It's probably one of the most tender moments I've seen in wrestling in a long time. Just an amazing match, an amazing moment. Uh, after that, we have our main event. We have our NXT world title match, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This is the match we've been waiting for, and it was a hell of a match. Uh, it starts off with Owens rolls out of the ring with the whole, I'm going to control the pace of this match, I'm going to control the timing. But uh, Zayn isn't going to have any of it. Zayn follows him out, and Zayn is just repeatedly bringing the fight to Owens. Uh, brawling through ringside, slamming him into the steps, slams him into the crowd, they're fighting in the crowd. Uh, Owens goes for the pop-up powerbomb in the middle of the crowd, but Owen, but uh, Zayn manages to grab the uh, the rail next to the crowd and block it. Uh, amazing back-and-forth match. Uh, Zayn keeps basically just rolling back into the ring to break the count and continue fighting with Owens. This was a fight. This was not your classic wrestling match by a long shot. Uh, he winds up getting Owens down next to the entrance ramp. He backs up, goes for the haluva kick, and Owen hits the pop-up powerbomb and cracks him down across the LED screen on the front of the ring. And Sami Zayn crumples like a sack of potatoes at that point. We have three or four refs come out at this point. The medical trainers are out there trying to sort of assess the situation. What's going on with Zane? And we don't know. Zane's semi-unresponsive. He's sort of, you can see him talking to the doctors. And Owens come back and starts pounding on him. The refs back him off. Owens backs off. They sort of sit Zane up a little bit. They're trying to talk to him, trying to protect his neck. Owens comes back, kicks him, playing the punches in on him, chasing the refs off. Uh, eventually, he's, he throws Zane into the middle of the ring. Zane just sort of slumps face down, unresponsive. And Owens isn't done yet. Owens laying the boots to him. Basically, he's, his entire thing is, I'm going to end it at this point. And that's what he's been telling us for weeks, is he is going to end Sami Zayn. And at that point, we hear a pause, we hear music we haven't heard before, and out walks Samoa fucking Joe. And it's amazing. Comes out, towel over the head, brand new t-shirt we've never seen before, Samoa Joe written across the front, walks down the ring, slides under the ropes, stands toe-to-toe with Kevin Owens. Stares him down. Owens backs off. Joe steps up. And Kevin Owen walks away. Not going to do it today. 
leaving Samoa Joe standing tall in your ring as the show comes to a close. Owens does come back, gets almost in Joe's face, and then's like, we're not going to do that tonight. Not going to happen. And Owens walks away again. This is amazing on so many levels at this point. Number one, he came out as Samoa Joe. We don't have him renamed. We don't have people wondering who he is. The announcers are, it's Samoa Joe. He's wearing a WWE NXT branded Samoa Joe t-shirt. They're sold out on WWEshop.com right now. I checked. As soon as I saw that I wanted one, it was roughly 9 o'clock Pacific time. And they're gone. They have smalls, and I think they have 3 and 4 X's right now. That's it. The announcers know who he is. They're not trying to repackage him. NXT is not afraid to talk about there was wrestling outside of the WWE, and I'm blown away. This was awesome. Um, on their app, they had a short little video clip that basically has Joe talking to the crowd, basically announcing he is Samoa Joe, he is wrestling, and putting NXT on notice. I can't wait for next week at this point. I am just blown away. So this leads us to our next question. Where do we go from here? Finn Balor has a NXT title shot. Are we going to see Balor versus Owens? We'll have to wait and find out. What's next for Bailey and Emma? Are they done? I don't think so. I think we have at least one one-on-one -on -one match left between the two of them to sort of settle the score once and for all. For Bailey's good to overcome evil, for sunshines and rainbows to overcome the darkness. I think we'll see that very soon, probably in the next few weeks. Uh, the next question, though, is who is next in line for a shot at Sasha Banks's title? We've got a plethora of women's feuds at this point. We have Bailey and Emma. We've got Dana Brooks and Charlotte. We've got now Alexa Bliss and Carmella. I'm thinking we're going to get another match with her and Becky Lynch at this point. I think Becky showed everyone that she deserves another match. That's probably the most intense women's match we've seen in a long time. I don't think anyone's going to object to seeing one more match between the two of them. And here comes the question. What happens with Samoa Joe? Is he now inserted in the owens Zane rivalry? Does the title need to be involved in that? I don't think the title does. So it's probably Balor taking the title in the next few weeks, in my mind. And we have our own program of Joe, Zane, and Owens. But I don't think we start with that. I think... We need to establish who Joe is for the new NXT audience. So, who does he have that will put on an amazing match with him? First thing that comes to my mind, Finn Balor. I think him and Finn would tear the house down, very much like him, AJ Styles, and Daniels have done in the past. That's Christopher Daniels, not Daniel Bryan, folks. Amazing matches he had with them in TNA. 
Uh, Hideo Itami is another person I think he'd have great matches with. Unfortunately, he's out for a while. Uh, but other than that, I think Tyler Breeze and him would probably have a great series of matches. So that's my thoughts on NXT TakeOver, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. For information on future episodes, please follow me on Twitter at Major underscore Rampage. I also want to thank Kyle and Oliver for our theme song, which is their acoustic cover of Randy Orton's voices. You can find them on YouTube at Kyle and Oliver, all one word. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. We can keep growing. Thank you very much. Your rising. I hear voices in my head. They cancel me.